Unscripted. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of PD and P-Dubs Unscripted. And if you're watching online, you can see that I'm not joined by P-Dubs today, but I have our probably most reoccurring guest, Meshach St. Amour, and we also have Betty Franz here joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, it's good to have both of you guys here on the <laughs> podcast. You know, Meshach has been in Haiti, our missionary friend in Haiti with Habitat for Children's Ministry, and Betty just came back from Haiti last week. Last week, yes. So we thought this would be a good opportunity to kind of talk about that mission trip and what was learned and just have Betty share about that and Meshach, as I know he was excited to have Betty on the trip last week. Yes, I am. And actually, it is, it is good for me right now. I don't have to be uh, talking a lot. Miss Betty could take it over. So yeah. And so if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see I'll put some of the pictures that Betty and Meshach gave me and I'll overlay them over parts of the podcast. And if you're just seeing the post on social media, probably you'll see some pictures that I'll add to that post. But yeah, so Betty, I don't know if you want to start. How do you want to start about sharing or a little background I about yourself? Uh, well, I've been a member of Emmanuel for all of my life, which is a long time. Okay. Um, my children were all baptized here. Uh, so I've, like I said, I've been here for quite a few years. And I met Meshach about a year and a half ago here. He came to worship at Emmanuel. I introduced myself, and we talked about his ministry, and I talked about Good Samaritan Ministries here at Emmanuel, and we just kind of had that in common. Uh, he spoke with the pastors and came after Christmas uh, about a year ago and um, visited Emmanuel, spoke to the congregation about his ministry, and we've just kind of been supporting him in different ways throughout the year and um, I, I just something the Holy Spirit touched me with the desire to go to Haiti and to see what what it was really like because you hear so much in the news about how terrible it is and where Meshach is located it's in Lejeune Haiti and uh, which is probably central to the country okay away from the violence and away from everything. And the people are wonderful. Um, the food is great. Okay. I stayed at the mission house um, in his compound. His mother lives in a house that he built for her behind him. And um, she would come every morning and speak to me in French. So I learned how to greet her in French. I was going to say, do you know French? <laughs> I studied French in high school a long time ago. And... But it, it comes back, believe it or not. Okay. And so I learned some, right? I fooled Meshach a couple of times. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> he thinks I couldn't understand what he was saying to uh, people. <laughs> so is that one of the primary languages then in Haiti, French? <laughs> French and squeal. Okay. French and squeal, yes. Yeah, I, I'd be kind of lost there on the... Kind of like when I was in Cambodia speaking to all the Khmer, I was like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> it was it was really hard when mm. you know because they're so fluent in it, right? That um, that was the hardest part for me because Meshach would take off every once in a while in his mm. um, motorcycle or with his car, and there I am with nobody that speaks English <laughs> and. So that was that was the challenge I had in going, but otherwise everything else went as smooth as it could. Right, and I mean, in a country I, in turmoil. 
Right. I bet this is one of the things, you know, when you first met me, Shaq, you never dreamed of this partnership. and No, never and, did. And it's amazing been, how God works. Right. And you've been generous enough. I know when Meshach comes to visit us here at Emmanuel that you host him and you guys have had a lot of great conversations. <laughs> yes, I am in the palace. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So how long were you planning this trip to be able to go to Haiti? Uh, probably three or four months, maybe, I think. Um, Misha kind of helped me along the way, um, as far as what to plan on and stuff. And what to kind of expect. Yeah, yeah. Did he do a good job of <clears throat> telling you what to expect? You know, I should have listened to him and let him make the plane reservations. Yeah. <laughs> he made the reservations, um, for going from Florida to Haiti. He took care of that. But, but otherwise, from Chicago from down. Chicago, we had a stopover. So, um, not, not me, not <laughs> me. I don't like stopover. Yeah, I'm not a fan of, not that I've ever really had, I have, but I'm not a big fan of layovers. Layover, no, no, I'm no. not. I, and it, the airports are the hardest thing for me because of walking and stuff. Right. So, but, um, I stayed at the, after the flight to Florida, I stayed at a hospitality compound sponsored by Missionary Flights International which was just wonderful. The accommodations were college-style, women's bunks, men's bunks, but the, the bathrooms, the common areas were terrific. Uh, they provided a brunch for us oh. for lunch, and I got to meet some other women who were there on mission trips also. Oh. Nice. Made some good friends there. Yeah, because I thought I saw one of your posts something about sleeping in bunk beds, and yes. you haven't done that for a little bit. <laughs> we talked about that because we talked about you coming to Haiti. Right. But I said, I don't think he'd deal with bunk beds well. Well, no, because like, you know, like when we go to West Virginia or even our confirmation retreat, we have bunk beds. And uh -huh. like part of the problem for me is like, not that I'm super tall, but I have enough height that like my feet kick the bars at the end of the bed. Uh -huh. So what I learned last year in West Virginia is like the one night, the first time, I'm like, I can't sleep. I'm not comfortable. So at like 1 a.m., I took my mattress and I just put it on the floor. Yeah. And I slept with my mattress on the floor and told the kid the next morning that was next to me, I'm like, hey, don't step down on this side. You're going to step on me. <laughs> but what I've learned is the bed across from me, which I never picked that because the one I picked in West Virginia, there's no upper bunk. So I don't have to worry about hitting oh, my nice. head. Oh, But I'm like, you know, the bed across me is a bunk, but there's no bars at the end of it. So I'm like, I think I'm going to take that one. Uh, and like on the confirmation retreat to West uh, to Lake Geneva, I have my own room and there's like four bunk beds in there. So I always just take two mattresses and have a fitted sheet and sleep with them on the floor. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I can do the bunk beds. And I know yeah. on any of those types of trips, I don't really sleep very well. And well, it's funny you talk about me going to Haiti because I had at least one person say to me like, "How are you back from Haiti already?" And I was like, <laughs> and I, was, "I didn't go. I didn't go." And they're like, "You know, I saw you at church." And I was like, "Well, that's a quick turnaround." <laughs> I was like, "No, I mean, I know there's been a lot of talks of me going, and I know I, Betty just was tagging me in all the posts." Yes, yes. So I just, Why that was. But yeah, if somebody that was, that was, be <laughs> But yeah, sounds like nope, I did not go to Haiti this time. This time. <laughs> so but it was just funny that they thought because I was tagged in all the posts that I was there. Yeah. I stayed at well, I was in Haiti itself. I stayed at the missions house, which is something that Meshach built for missionaries who are traveling through that area in Haiti. They can stay. There's three bedrooms. 
two bathrooms, a kitchen and a little dining area, a wonderful front porch to sit on at night. And um, he has a maid there that did all the cooking. Okay. And would make my bed in the morning. I was very spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) And in the back of that is his mother's house that he built for her. Okay. Which so she would just come out of her front door and into the back door when I was having breakfast, and Meshek has adopted two little girls whose families were very poor, and I did see them. I did not meet them, but I did see them at church one Sunday, and um, one is seven and the other is nine, and um, I knew that he had adopted them and that they were going to be there. And they live in his mother's house in the back. So they would come in in the morning. And they only speak French, but I was teaching them. English. To speak English, yes. Now, are these the same two kids? I know last time I think, Meshach, you were talking about the starting of the orphanage. Are these the two kids in that one picture that we see you walking off on the trail? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Yes. And I had previously to going down, since I knew they were going to be there with him, um... I had sent some dolls and some activity books and some puzzles, graham crackers, Ritz crackers, okay. a huge box of Cheerios, and they were just, they thought the graham crackers were to die for. Really? They never had them. Cheerios, you know, they just thought they died and went to heaven. Right, the things that we take for granted <laughs> right. here exactly. that we don't think twice about having. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. And Meshach would take me around most of the places where he was going to do his work. And um, the roads are awful. <laughs> um, they're ruts and puddles. and Because <laughs> it looked like what you're traveling around in a van? Um, yes. No, it was, was a pickup pick 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 up up truck. truck. Okay. Pick up truck. Right. So, and I had my own personal step stool, which was a cement block. <laughs> right, because <laughs> right, I remember seeing the video of you coming off the plane. Oh, that coming off the plane? Yeah. Oh, that was a little SUV that I rode okay. in there. But there's yeah. a Meshack story, which is his story to tell <laughs> about that. But oh, So I won't mention that. You want to share that story, Meshack? <clears throat> uh, there was a little accident. Okay. One of the cars, so. Okay. We go through that. <laughs> I was not in it. Betty was wasn't in it. It was the Holy Spirit that said, Don't take Betty with you this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but, then then where you stayed, how close is that to like the compound that you're work like the medical center you're working at? It's on? right across the street. Okay. So yeah. we walked one day. Yeah. We walked over there. One day. Um Otherwise, he would, you know, take you he'd around. Come in the morning and pick me up, and I'd say, "So, what are we doing today?" <laughs> and, and how long were your days of traveling around and doing different things? How long were they? Yeah. You, what do you mean in time? Yeah, like when do you kind of start and when do you finish up? Well, he likes to sleep late, I guess, because <laughs> I'd be up having breakfast and he'd come. <laughs> but it was usually about nine, nine, nine o'clock. Eight thirty, yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah. Okay. And um, he would come and we'd finish breakfast and um, go about doing whatever we were going to do that day. Whatever ministry for that day. Right, right. And that's, I mean, the thing thing that sometimes people don't realize on mission trips. You never really know what you're going to do until you get there. Yeah, sometimes it goes like that. That's right. Because, I mean, you might have an idea like, oh, I'm going to do this on this mission trip. 
then once you get there, it's different. Because I mean, yep. I think probably the one thing you didn't anticipate was helping with the child being born. <laughs> well, I had said when I went because that's a big part of Meshach's ministry is um, providing adequate health care for women who are pregnant mm-hmm. and giving birth because that is such such a strong need over there. Right. And um, and his clinic is almost ready to open. But I had said I, you know, I'd really like to be part of a a, a baby being born. And that Saturday after I arrived, um, his midwife called and said, "My sister's in labor." <laughs> and he said, "So we went and picked up the midwife, went to the house, and we have pictures of it. And um, it, she was in labor for most of the day, and ultimately." She had to be taken to the hospital because mm-hmm. of some complications. Okay. But the baby was born healthy, a little girl mm-hmm. named Allie. And a week later, we got to go visit her and see her and hold her and feed her. And So, is that um, so my, my, one, my mm-hmm. one request was fulfilled. Which obviously is Which a, I never thought would happen. Right, because that's a hard one to have fulfilled. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right. So I'm guessing that was probably your favorite part of the mission trip? Um. I, don't, I can't say that. Every day, I went with an open mind. Okay. So I, I thought, whatever happens, happens. And there was some complications as far as the turmoil in Haiti, where the roads were closed. Okay. So Missionary Flights International only flies two days a week, mm. Tuesday and Thursday. So I had made my reservations to be able to go on a fly into Florida on a Monday. Okay. Meshach's pastor from Grace Lutheran picked me up at the airport. We went so, out for dinner. So you got to meet Pastor Chris? And my first, I got to meet Pastor, oh, did we talk about you? Oh, right. <laughs> I heard all about you. Yeah. And, and then was his wife, Coley, with him? The second night we met Coley. Okay. Um, because I was scheduled to fly out then Tuesday morning to Haiti. Okay. And because of... <clears throat> They had blocked off all the roads with either tra- cars, trucks, um, trees that they'd cut down just hmm. in protest because of the anniversary of the assassination of their former president. Okay. So we, missionary flights, was not going to fly that day. Mm. So I had to spend until Thursday then okay. at the missionary Place. compound until um, they said it was safe enough to fly out and land in Haiti. Okay. Uh, the airport, the plane over is a DC-3, a two-propeller plane. Uh, half of it's cargo, the other half is passengers. Okay. Um, the captain comes out before the plane even starts its engines and says a, a wonderful prayer. Um, each way we went, they different captains and um, just really made you feel safe mm-hmm. and landed on a grass runway in Pignon. Wow. <laughs> And Meshach was there to meet me, thank God, because <laughs> I didn't know what I would do. Right, that would have probably been pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. When I saw his face, I thought, okay, I'm safe. There's some, at least some unfamiliar face right, there. Right, right, And then how long were you in Haiti altogether, that Thursday through? Thursday through the following Tuesday. 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 Like five and days? No, no. No. More than that. More. I... I my total of two weeks I was gone. Okay, yeah. So um, probably 10 days. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, you think yeah. I would know because, I mean, yeah. I was seeing yeah, the You po- didn't miss me that much. Huh? <laughs> you know, things just kind of blur together. <laughs> it's a busy time. Yeah. 
No, it was, uh, you know, and like I said, every day was different. We mm. we did the market on a Saturday in Hench, and, I mean, it's just crazy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so what's in the market then? Anything, anything you want. Okay. <laughs> I was, we had the midwife with us because that was the day that we were back and forth to her sister's house while she was in labor, and um, we'd leave for an hour or so and go into Hench to the market because that's the only place they can get food. Mm. And um, so they stopped in front of a bunch of motorcycles in a building and stuff, and Meshach said, get out. And I said, get out where? (laughs) (laughs) And it was a little teeny grocery store. And he said, you know, let's go in and see if there's anything you want. Okay. And the only thing I recognized was, Betty Crocker cake mix and Heinz ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> the rest you could, I would have no idea what it was. But, um, and then I heard later in the back of the car, I heard this noise like scratching something. And I said, Meshach, what's, what's in the back of the car? There's something back there. He said, it's chickens. <laughs> <laughs> And I ate those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like in Cambodia, like the one day I forgot what village we were at, and all of a sudden you see somebody go grab one of the ducks and like tie them up and like <laughs> and like put them in a bag. I was like, oh, that's not good for that duck. He, I know it's going to happen to him. But it was one of those. Yeah, I think that's something we don't think about here. Is right, right. We don't have to have like live chickens when we come back from the grocery mm-hmm, store. Yeah. Right. They wouldn't. He would not let me. I wanted to watch them kill the chicken to eat it, and he would not let me. He said, "You can't do that." (laughs) I would like to. And then they went to the went to the market during the week and bought a rooster, and that rooster would crow. I swear it could tell time because at six o'clock every morning, right outside my bedroom window was the rooster crowing. (laughs) And then last night I was there. Um, I set my alarm because we had to be up early to get oh. the flight out of town. And um, I didn't hear the rooster. Uh-oh. <laughs> I said to Meshach later, I said, do you think I ate the rooster last night? <laughs> <laughs> did she eat the rooster? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate goat. Okay. I had goat, which tastes like a sweet beef. It's okay. really not bad at all. It's yes. good. So that's where I like food was wonderful. So that's where I always my that was my biggest concern about Cambodia was the food because I'm a picky eater as a lot of people. <laughs> but I mean, my main thing is I just don't really eat seafood. Oh, not that I'm okay. allergic. I just don't like anything. Yeah. I only eat land dwelling critters. Yeah. When I went out with Pastor Chris, I had shrimp both nights. Okay. Because I bought bought one night and he bought the other night. (laughs) Yeah, he won't have me see me eating shrimp anytime soon. No. We ate at a couple of really nice restaurants. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, Pastor Chris is a good guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've seen him since we graduated. Uh Uh-huh. No, he's very kind. And he, my first experience was going to, on my trip, was him picking me up at the airport and he has this little white sports car. Okay. And it's an electric car. Okay. So I'd never ridden in an electric car before, <laughs> let alone this gorgeous sports car. <laughs> so we get on the expressway and he says, you want to see how fast it goes? <laughs> I said, sure. And that thing really goes. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something he would do. Yeah, he, would do. <laughs> he, has, he actually has two. His wife has one, a little SUV. And he has this little white sports, sports car. car. <laughs> but 
Yeah, and I know too. Like you were talking on Sunday when we, you, I saw you at church. You were talking about how much you learned there, mm-hmm. and what were some of the things that you learned, or like maybe the biggest thing or something you learned that you never expected. Um, I learned that I could live without a television. Okay. And um, I, of course, I had my phone, but there was no internet at the mission house. There was, there is internet at the um, clinic, but not at the mission house. Okay. So. Um, I learned that about myself. No radio, okay. so no news. Okay. The only news would be on the internet when I go to the clinic and spend the day there. Um, I learned that I can be open about food. Okay. <laughs> that I can live without ice cream. <laughs> and, <laughs> Man, I feel like Haiti would be a perfect spot for ice cream with how hot it would be. <laughs> Meshach bought ice cream for me and put it in a cooler, a styrofoam cooler, to send over with the plane, okay, with the other supplies and stuff, except nobody realized that because we had to stay, they had already loaded the plane to leave on Tuesday, but the ice cream sat until Thursday oh. because we couldn't take off. They melt, so it melted. Oh. What's your favorite <laughs> so that's type? Why I've given what? them a hard time. What's your favorite type of ice cream? My favorite ice cream? Yeah, any, any. That's what I said. Ice cream. <laughs> No, well, what yeah. if you had to pick one flavor? If I had to pick one, caramel. Caramel, probably. Yeah. Are you an ice cream person, Meshack? Uh, when I'm when I'm eating and with friends, you know, or I don't want to be different. Or when you're with Miss Betty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, but yeah, I would say Oreo ice cream is my go-to. Is it? Yeah. That's my go-to ice cream. I have to remember that. Or a cookies and cream. But yeah, so what other things stand out to you on the trip, Betty? The um. The joy that the people have with nothing. Mm -hmm. They are kind. Um, We went to a church for the second Sunday way out in the country um, where the children would come to church hungry. Mm. They would be crying because they wanted something to eat. Uh, A little boy came with no shoes. Um, But yet... They would smile, and they share their, their, there was a lady there that had a little package of crackers for her little boy about two years old, and she shared them with all the others that needed something to eat so they would fill their stomachs. Wow. Um, they have nothing, and, and they just have this joy um, that only comes from God. Right, and that's, I mean, not to keep going back to Cambodia, <clears throat> but I mean, that's the only time I've done an, an international trip. But that same idea of like how they seem so content because that's all they knew. Right. And I even exactly. think too, like the other part that stood out to me always on that trip was like the joy of the kids worshiping when we had mm-hmm. worship. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I yeah. think of how that compares like chapel here where uh-huh. those kids were really singing and uh-huh. they were just really praising the Lord. I don't know if it was the yeah. same in Haiti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Their Bible class, their youth Bible class did a whole song and there was probably, uh, this is a church, I mean, really, when you see the pictures... It is out in the country, and it's the church. You would think the wind would blow it over, mm. but um, just and the only drums they have are the drums that they made themselves. Wow! And that's yeah. the only music they have in the church. Mm. There's no electricity. Um, we had electricity at the mission house, and there's electricity at the clinic, but it's 
from solar panels and batteries. Wow. So you have to, um, Meshach would every now and then unplug the refrigerator in the mission house and um, just to save on electricity and not do a big draw on the batteries and mm -hmm. stuff. So it's not it's not an easy life for these people, right? And um, but yet they have they have joy, and it's got to come from God, right? I mean that's the thing. It's yeah. like there's so many things we take for granted. Mm -hmm. I know you talked about you know getting used to cold showers there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's one way to make sure you take a really quick shower right, right. when it's cold. Right, and they don't sleep with blankets there. I had to ask for a blanket. Well, see, because I can, it was cool at night. Because, yeah, I, I mean, I guess because I hate sleeping underneath, like, underneath the covers. I feel it's too confining, so I don't sleep <laughs> usually with covers on. So I can deal, I can understand that, but, like, how cool would it get overnight? Mm. It would get down to, like, 45 Okay. Mm. Some nights. 25. Yeah. And days, this time of the year, was, like, between 70, 75. Yeah, 75. I think one night we had rain during the night, okay. I heard it. Um but otherwise, every day it would warm up to you know about seventy-five degrees. That's like perfect weather. Perfect, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I went to a store. He took me to Cape Haitian, which is how many miles from where we were. I'd say it's about two hours. two hours. But on the crummy road, it was about three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was like a Home Depot store where they sold everything. Okay. And one of the things I noticed because there was a big display of pop. Hmm. And the um, the cans of probably twelve cans of pop were twenty U.S. dollars. Wow, it was twenty dollars for that. twelve pack. Yeah, 12 which pack. is what probably eight dollars here. Probably yeah. Gas so, was like seven dollars a gallon. Yeah, wow, yeah. um, three fifty doesn't sound too bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about what I paid last time right. I got gas was three fifty. Yeah. And they they just take it upon themselves to close the stations if they think they're going to run out or something. Wow. So, because Meshach had to rent a truck for a couple of days yeah. and he, to try and get gas to fill it up on a Sunday night was non-existent. So, so such a different life than what we recognize right. here. Different, no seatbelts. Huh. I got in the car the first time at the airport. When I got in the car, the first thing I was going to do was put my seatbelt on. And he looked at me and he said, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I'm putting on my seatbelt. We don't use those here. <laughs> Yeah, it's illegal here not to wear that. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. And then I so. saw when you came back, you had to go to Brant's to get a delicious burger. <laughs> <laughs> I she did. missed that. <laughs> I did. I missed. I was hungry for a cheeseburger and, yeah, because they eat a lot of pasta, a lot of rice, okay. a lot of noodles. And fiber, uh, too. And fiber, yeah. yeah. Homemade bread every morning, but from the baker. There's a baker up the road. And you just go up, and he's got a clay oven, and um, that that sounds good. Oh, well, it's to die for. I was trying to figure out how I could bring <laughs> some home. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's. All I think we'd pretty much eaten all of it, hadn't yeah, we? You would have. His yep. mom, his mom. He's got pictures of his mom, who's seven, going to be seventy-seven. Seventy-six. 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 On a motorcycle, with a Did, bunch of bags of onions, or yeah. I don't know what carrots but, and onions yeah. and. Vegetables. So, yeah. Did you go on any motorcycle? No. No. <laughs> Actually, somebody, <laughs> that was another issue. Somebody had used his motorcycle and mm. had an accident or something. I'm not sure what, but so no. 
Or are you just saying this because in case your kids listen? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk off air about that one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, my kids were very supportive. They were a little nervous, but they were supportive of it. So, and my philosophy was if you're going to do it, do it now. Right. So, yeah, I guess, you know, any other final thoughts you want to share? Or anything um, we haven't talked about that you want to share? Well, don't believe everything you hear on the news about things. Do your own investigating. Okay. And and um, check things out for yourself, mm-hmm. and if you possibly can. And if not, talk to somebody you trust. Right. And, I mean, that's and, the key is having that person right. you can trust to be like, okay, this is going to be okay. Right. I never feared. I never had any fear um, when we went to church. The young people, and especially the younger, like the third and fourth grade kids that were in church, Mm -hmm. were just fascinated by the white skin and the blonde Uh, hair. Okay. Because I was the only one like that there. And they just would keep looking at me and looking at me. But then when church was over, all the adults came through and shook my hand. And, hmm. and I know knew enough French by then that I could say good morning or good afternoon. <laughs> and, and como allez-vous? How are you? Okay. I was going to say, I don't know what that <laughs> one is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever took any French. I might have a little bit in middle um, school. I wished I taken Spanish. but I, I took German in high school. Oh, so I don't even really know Spanish that well. Yeah, but... It came in, came back, and yeah. Mishak's mom would come in and try and teach me things. Nice. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, a great experience, and I'm looking forward to being able to go back again. Any time when you think it? No. Uh, just planning <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah, Mishak's got to recover first <laughs> from my visit. <laughs> so, anything you want to share to Mishak as we wrap up? Well, uh, I just want to say like. Uh, I'm impressed with Miss Betty for <laughs> just taking the next step to go down and also see what I'm doing and what it looked like on the ground. So I think that was a that was something we should <clears throat> encourage, you know, for other people to come in because sometimes you you heard what people saying, but seeing it that's something different. So right, puts it more into perspective. Because, yes, yes. So it's not only Mishak reporting back, but at least somebody else. Can right. give you an opinion of what's going on. So. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like I always think about like the National Youth Gathering for our youth. Like, yeah. you know, of course, I'm going to say great things to try to get the youth to go, but it means more coming from like a youth saying, This Same. is what right. this is, yeah. Yeah. that experience. Because right. I'm the pastor, I'm right. supposed you're to. You're supposed to feel that way. Right. And like, yeah. Meshach, this is your ministry. So, of course, yeah. you're going to be like, Hey, this is great. Yes, yes. <laughs> and yes, now having somebody mind. that <laughs> has experienced it from like that servant at heart uh-huh. aspect. Yeah. Right, right. So, so yes. Yeah. I hope to get somebody else. We're trying to get Steve and a few other people to go down. Make a whole team. Nurses, make yeah. a team, yeah. yeah. And the border pa- just pa- opened to the DR this week, Yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So that will make it better for the Haitians who work in the DR, okay. Dominican yeah. Republic. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, so things hopefully will be on the up and up with right. people in Haiti. So, yeah, so... I think that's all I got, and it sounds like what you guys got. So, no, what we got right now, we're waiting for you to come down, right? That's right. Yeah, waiting yeah. for you to yeah, come I know, down. I know. Yeah. We talked on Sunday. I was about talking that. about the, the VBS. Maybe this year we're bringing yeah. uh, yeah. for VBS. I don't know what is, what is on the end. VBS. That could yeah. be fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have yeah. all the files from last year's and this upcoming year because I know this year we have a scuba theme for VBS. And uh, actually, I get some all the extra t shirts. So, 
We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready. Right, there are a lot of t-shirts from last year. I'm trying. Yep, we have them there over yeah. there. Oh, a bunch was, of t-shirts. Is it bad that I was trying to think? I'm like, what was the theme for last year? ABS. But now I remember it was Something, space. It was yeah. space. Yeah. Uh, can't, stellar. Um, stellar. Stellar. Yeah. You know, my mind's on scuba for this upcoming year. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. So we could pray about that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of kids over there. That would be fun to see their joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like I said, fun. that's what stood out to me in Cambodia was the joy of those kids just yeah. singing and praising the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to thank you guys for taking the time here. To, <laughs> thank you for inviting yeah. us. Yeah. It was yeah. great timing because like, I know I talked to Pastor and he's like, oh, I don't know if I'll have time because he had some other meetings today. <laughs> and then when he came, I'm like, when do you record podcasts? I'm like, well, normally it's today. <laughs> so this is great. Yeah, for- we were halfway Home. Home. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> yes. So this worked out perfectly. So thank you guys for Good. taking this time. Thank you for everybody listening and God's blessings. All right. script.